Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. DFS Today. Here we are, folks. Opening weekend here in the NFL. Excited to be here with you on the Sports Grid TV network along with my new co-host for this season, Joe Pisapia. We're bringing you DFS Today each and every Sunday from the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, in Meadowlands, New Jersey. So excited to have you with us. And we're going to cover the entire landscape of the NFL, uh, the DFS relevance to the players that you want to play or maybe the players that you should fade. So uh, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. Well, thanks for having me. And you know what? We are at the Meadowlands, so I'm kind of worried. What happened to the last co-host that you had? I know there's a lot of concrete, a lot of stories that go on. I hope everything worked out all right now. Well, let's see how this first show goes. I don't want to promise anything, Joe. So uh, reality is a lot to cover today. Uh, The first story, which actually isn't relevant for the main slate in DFS today, is the fact that Antonio Brown is now a New England Patriot, which is your favorite team. uh, And I would imagine Raiders fans probably don't have a new favorite player in Antonio Brown. No, it's been a hard knock life for the Oakland Raiders. And look, I can tell you right now, it is it is tough. It is tough if you're a Raiders fan. You don't like to see this because you had high hopes. You had high expectations. You thought, finally, we're getting somewhere. Finally, we're going to get to that place where we become a respectable organization again. Mm-hmm. And now... Now we're back again. Now we're back spinning our wheels. But on the other side of this, fantasy-wise for the Patriots, now you're giving Tom Brady, the most accurate passer in the game still arguably, possibly the best route runner in the game in Antonio Brown. You're going to pair him along with Julian Edelman, along with Josh Gordon on the other side. So many weapons. It opens up so many things now for James White. opens up a ton of stuff as well for Sony Michelle. Really, the Patriots, I think, from, went from being an AFC favorite to now a Super Bowl favorite again. So it's unbelievable what they do year in, year out. They take yeah. a shot, and it cost them nothing. Hey. What's the worst that could happen? If it fails, you cut them. Who cares? Oh, it's an easy one for the Patriots. Look, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there on social media thinking that Antonio Brown had something like this in the works all along. I don't know if I buy it, but I have to say, look, as an NFL team and an organization, there's going to be some risk associated with acquiring a player like that. I think the Steelers were in the position where they knew they didn't want that risk anymore, right? But... At the same time, I do have some sympathy for the Raiders because they locked up valuable roster space, um, salary cap money, and were dedicated to defending him through all of this offseason stuff with his feet, with the uh, helmet issues, and now it's all for naught. Well, that's the tough part, right? Because you get to the whole defending him part and a new GM and a new structure over there, and it seems like everything's on the upswing, right? And now, now what does it seem like? Now it seems like they're in disarray again in the same old Raiders. So what we thought was an organization turning upwards, and who knows? Maybe this is the thing they need. Maybe this will be a wake-up call for everybody else and say, hey, we're not going to deal with this stuff. The Raider way is a different way. It's something new. It's something different. And maybe, just maybe, 
the Santonio Brown thing is going to be a positive, not a negative for them. Because, look, were they competing this year? Probably not. At the same time, you want Antonio Brown, you want the talent, you want all the other things that go with it. They can't really support that. New England can. It's a better fit. Heck, we all know that the Patriots wanted him to begin yeah. with, but the Steelers weren't going to trade him inside of the AFC to their rivals. So, look, it makes a lot of sense the way it all ended up, but it was a crazy, crazy 48 hours. No doubt. And uh, obviously Steelers and uh, Patriots uh, playing tonight in New England at Gillette Stadium. So they're not on the main slate. We're not going to cover too much of that. We're trying to keep it to the main slate on DFS today. And we'll have future weeks when Antonio Brown starts playing as of next week to figure out how he stacks up with um, Josh Gordon and uh, Julian Edelman and exactly where he falls in line. I would suspect they don't. He doesn't explode right out of the gate, but similar to Josh Gordon last year, as he got a few weeks under his belt before he was suspended again, you saw some increase in productivity, and I think you'll see that with Brown, and they'll probably be on all cylinders by Thanksgiving. Right. I'm sure what they'll do is they'll probably get a couple packages specifically for him, yeah. create a couple plays specifically for him. And he is one of these guys, too, I think at this point in Brady's career, you know, he might not have the arm strength he once had, but... What he's so good at is hitting guys in stride, and that's where Antonio Brown is so successful. When you hit Antonio Brown in stride, he's able to make so much in terms of yards after catch. And in the inverse, too, Hunter Renfro becomes more useful. Tyrell Williams, another guy, that was my next question for more you. useful. Yeah. So now you've got to start looking around, too. How does this affect the Raiders? And you know, I'm sure they would have liked more uh, depth with Keelan Doss, but yeah. he's now in the Jacksonville practice squad. So they it can is, sign him away, though. No, they can sign him well, away. Well, they tried. There. Did yeah. you see what happened yesterday? They tried to sign him away, and the Jaguars said, hey, kid, you stay on the practice squad. We're going to pay you the rookie minimum, and they upped his salary. So, really, Keelan Doss increase. is a winner here, not just Antonio Brown. Everybody wins except Mike Mayock. Some poor guy in New England <laughs> is going to get cut for Antonio Brown, though, uh, in order to make that <laughs> in order to get it down to 53. So, look, I know it's not particularly relevant for today, but it would be ridiculous if we ignored that story, a massive story, obviously. So let's let's focus on DFS today, which is um, and, and we're, we're going to get into positionals, running backs to fade, running backs to start, each position down the line. But what I want to talk to you first is about the specific games that you like, perhaps game stacks or games that are more attractive to you because you're expecting higher point totals. Well, absolutely, and that's what we're looking for. And the first one I've got my eye on today is definitely that Tampa game because Tampa's defense is still not very good. Tampa's defense still has a lot of issues. Plus, San Francisco, I think, is going to be a much better offense now that Jimmy G is back at hand. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for Jimmy Garoppolo to reinstate himself into the conversation. That's what you want. Uh, in terms of other offense, too, I'll tell you what, it would not shock me to see the Chargers and the Colts actually be pretty good today. I know that's something where everyone's down on the Colts and negative on the Colts, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. And last but not least, the Jaguars and Chiefs. That Chiefs defense, I know they brought in Tyra Matthew, but they lost before. They lost a lot of other pieces. So for me, when I'm looking at that game, I think this is going to be a shootout, man. I think Jacksonville with Foles and D.D. Westbrook are going to be awfully busy, and Fournette as well, who looks a little bit lighter and probably is going to be in good shape there. But that Chiefs defense is great and prolific as that offense is, Mike. That defense is still questionable, and I think this one's going to be tighter. This one's going to go over as well. Yeah, look, last year in the AC Championship game, New England was able to run 94 plays on the Kansas City defense. I'm not suggesting that this Jacksonville offense is the same as last year's New England offense, but there is a story to tell. If Fournette is successful, they can run a lot of plays on Kansas City today. 
Right, absolutely. And you got to look for the trap games as well. Yeah. Some of those games today that look like really easy ones, like the Miami-Baltimore uh, game, like the Philadelphia at home against the Washington Redskins, those games too, those teams might be up early and just kind of sit on a lead. So be careful about those from a DFS standpoint and a wagering standpoint because, look, some of those overs might not be over. They might just yeah. kind of week one put the brakes on a little bit. you got to keep an eye out for that. One that I'm kind of interested in is actually Seattle and uh, Cincinnati. I know that Cincinnati could struggle at times, but I think there's a chance that Seattle goes up big and they just have to start throwing it to get back into it. So a lot of games to look at. We'll look at positional groups next. We've got running backs. We've got wide receivers, tight ends, QBs, but running backs will be up next after the break. It's DFS Today on the Sports Grid TV Network, our maiden voyage. Thanks for joining us right here on Zumo Channel 719 and streaming everywhere else that you can get it. Maid Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to maidsailors.com. That's maidsailors.com. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. 
back on DFS today. Thanks for joining us on Zumo Channel 719. Obviously, you can stream it wherever you can get it. And we're happy to have you here for week one of the NFL season. Joe Pisapia, you find him on Twitter at Joe Pisapia17, correct? correct. Very good, Mike. I'm on Twitter at Mike Blewett. Pisapia, by the way, is P-I-S-A-P-I-A. Blewett, B-L-E-W-I-T-T. So catch us there. Uh, At SportsGrid, we'll be following games throughout the day. Obviously, a lot of action here uh, on the SportsGrid TV network. So uh, let's get into running backs. It's the best way to start. Uh, We'll get into QBs a little bit later because we generally find that position, Joe, to be something that you can be really flexible with. You can build your lineups typically with a lot of different quarterbacks. So we like to get into the minutiae of the running backs and the wide receivers first to really find out how the top scoring players are going to impact your lineups, correct? Right, absolutely. And the thing is, Mike, when you come into week one, what you have is that weird thing where some guys who now have opportunities we might not have thought all of a sudden have incredibly low prices. The bad news about that is the ownership goes way up on those guys. So that's something to keep in mind as well. So when you're heading into this week, you also want to know if you're just playing DFS for the first time, that you want to understand the scoring. You want to understand the difference between DK, the difference between FanDuel, and all the other spots where you can play daily fantasy now. And that's very important, too, for those people just starting out, because every year there's new people starting out. Sure. I, look, we're, we're sitting here in the FanDuel Sportsbook, but we're going to be paying attention to those values that you can extract and maybe utilize on DraftKings as well. DraftKings, obviously, full-point PPR versus FanDuel, half-point PPR. You get yardage bonuses on DK that you don't get on FanDuel, but we'll pay attention to both of those to make sure you have uh, the proper information. So let's get started with the running backs. And, uh, you know, Joe does podcasts and lots of information all during the week, so please be sure to check out his Twitter feed. But... Uh, Let's really get started with the two main guys that everybody's going to talk about each and every week, and Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, they're going to be higher priced each and every week, but what do you feel about their matchups this week? Well, look, I really like the Saquon Barkley matchup. I think they're going to rely heavily on him. You know what he is. The problem is, the problem with Saquon Barkley is the fact that he is always, always a premium price guy. He's always usually at the top of the board, and that's fine. It's fine for cash games. I think it'll play in terms of cash games this afternoon at the 4 o'clock, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You want to stay safe. There isn't a value on the board like we talked about before, Mike, where you can go down a little bit at a flex or a running back position and actually afford Saquon Barkley and make it all work in cash. I think he's a very safe one. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, on the other hand, this is going to be fascinating to watch how this plays out because now Christian McCaffrey is in a situation where Ron Rivera last year said, hey, wheels are off. We're going to let him go. It's going to be all Christian McCaffrey all the time, and it was. Now this year, Ron Rivera said, we're going to ease off him in the goal line. Now, most of his touchdowns last year were at the goal line area. That's a little tricky now. Let's see if that's just coach speak or see if he's telling the truth. Last year he did, so I don't know about you, Mike Blewett, but I'm a little concerned there about the touchdown upside from a captain. I'm not buying it. I'm actually not buying buying it. it. It's all coach speak. I I think it's coach speak for the most part because – when it comes down to it, and you're in those scenarios, uh, he obviously now knows he has two weapons that he can utilize a lot at the goal line with Cam and Christian McCaffrey. He saw maybe the adverse effects of using Cam Newton too much at the goal line, and maybe he's worried about that adverse effect for Christian McCaffrey. But realistically, when you have two money players like that inside the five-yard line, you should utilize them. They're trying to win games I here. tend to agree with you. I, I do think people are worried, and they probably shouldn't be. So for me, yes, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, two guys who are very, very high up on the trough, good cash game plays. But in tournaments, I think it takes, especially because of so much value on the board, they're two people that you want to fade from those tournaments today. Got it. So next couple of groups. Uh, you know, We have some guys in the mid-high tier pricing in David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell that are probably better tournament plays than they are cash plays today, correct? 
Uh, they are. My trouble with Le'Veon Bell is we haven't seen him yet with Sam Darnold on the field. And I don't know about you, but I like to feel a little warm and fuzzy. I like to actually see my running back and my wide receiver and how that all works. And there's still some questions about the usage with Adam Gase in there. So I'm a little hesitant there. I think there's some real value underneath this tier. And I actually think this tier is the trap, the DJ tier, the Le'Veon Bell tier. Uh, I mean, as much as I love Todd Gurley, I'll have some exposure to him because I think he's a little bit cheaper and you have the same touchdown upside. I know people are worried about the reps, and I think that's something that's going to significantly cut into his ownership today, Mike. Yeah, it's interesting, but both Bell and Gurley, consider, uh, we have concerns about their usage rate in week one because of a layoff and obviously uh, lingering injuries for Todd Gurley. So uh, interesting there. David Johnson, we have a lot of questions about whether this Cliff Kingsbury offense is going to work in the manner that people want it to work, but how could you bet uh, everything on week one? We need to see how it works. How could you bet everything on a college coach who hasn't coached yet in the NFL because we all know that college coach transitions worked so well the last couple of years no with these other guys. There's no sarcasm there. I know, yeah. uh, I know if I was laying it on thick enough. No, I, I think was. you're right. Okay, and good. by the way, that, that Le'Veon Bell is going to be playing right behind us. Uh, to, for those of you who don't know exactly where the FanDuel Sportsbook is located, we're at Meadowlands and MetLife Arena, basically right behind us. That game going off at 1 o'clock. Bill's Jets should be a tight match up there. So let's get into some of the perhaps chalkier plays, but those plays that you really need in your cash game I think a lot of people like Dalvin Cook today from Minnesota, yes? They do, and with good reason, because Dalvin Cook looked outstanding in the uh, preseason. And I'll tell you what, Mike, there's also that question, can Dalvin Cook stay healthy? And that's why people are a little concerned with him sometimes in cash games, because, hey, what happens if he gets hurt and comes out of a game? But right now, uh, week one, I think Dalvin Cook is a very safe play. That Falcons defense, not very good. And uh, they've typically struggled in the past with running backs who can catch the football, and Dalvin Cook can do that. So for me, I'm looking at Dalvin Cook as certainly one of these guys that you should be involved in. And there's a couple other ones, too, that we're going to get to in a second that I like even more in terms of return on investment. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta gives up record-breaking amounts of catches to running backs, so specifically on DraftKings, but I think on both sites, Dalvin Cook garners a lot of value for you, a building block for cash games this week. So a couple of other guys that we have here in this mid-tier, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, uh, even Chris Carson. Uh, How about thoughts about those three players? Well, Chris Carson's a big one today. Chris Carson's in a unique opportunity here because you would imagine that this team in Seattle is going to have a lead on Cincinnati and they are going to try their best to sit on that. I imagine Chris Carson is going to get the lion's share of the carries Chris Carson so far this preseason. He staved off Rashad Penny. He staved off everybody. He's the guy. He Basically, he should have been the guy the whole time, in my opinion. And now that he is, I think you feel very comfortable with him. Uh, if you look at the price tag, he's only 6600 I think that's an outstanding value for Chris Carson. Great role in the offense. You know he's the number one. There's so many things to like there when it comes to Chris Carson that I, I don't care if it's chalk. Sometimes the chalk is the chalk because it's right, and it's better to be right most of the time. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and like I said at the onset of the show, I like that game in a game stack. I know people aren't going to be confident in Cincinnati, but I like Carson and Lockett to get some points up on the board, and we'll talk about wide receivers in the next segment. But then also you have Dalton trying to get back into the game. They do have weapons there, clearly A.J. Green missing, but when you're talking about Joe Mixon perhaps getting some more touches and Andy Dalton throwing his way back into the game, I think that just leads to more and more points and more and more fantasy goodness. And that's a great opportunity, too, in tournaments when you're looking for uh, multi-entries. Maybe you take the other side of this game. Maybe you take the garbage time. Maybe yeah. you take the whole Mixon, Dalton, Boyd trio, and you say, hey, maybe we're going to get a bunch of garbage time. Maybe that Seattle defense kind of gets lax in the second half of this game, and they put up a lot more points on the cheap than people realize. And of course, in those tournaments, ownership is so important. Therefore, maybe you get an opportunity there. It's not a single entry play, but in terms of multi-entry, I can understand that stack as well. 
So on Fandle, Chris Carson currently at 6,600. You have guys like Fournette at 7,200, Dalvin Cook at 7,400. But you could see a Dalvin Cook-Chris Carson uh, scenario pretty easily. How about uh, how about on uh, running backs? How about guys that you're really trying to avoid? We talked about David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell, maybe better for a tournament play. But how about somebody that pops out to you? There are people... Maybe a little scared off from that. Davian Williams, Mark Ingram, this yeah. first game out of the gate for these guys as a starter, really, in the offense. Damian Williams is a carryover from last year, but there's been some concern about is he going to be the lead back? Is he going to have a full market share? And Mark Ingram, is he going to share the ball as well? Well, I think that that's exactly And I have very strong opinions on both of these. To me, LaShawn McCoy, Damian Williams situation is one you want to stay away from because you don't know how it's going to work out, Mike. You don't know who's going to be the guy, and you want to know who the guy is because it's all about targets. It's all about touching the football, that's what you're looking for in DFS, and that's what you're trying to drive home. Now, Mark Ingram, on the other hand, I think is in a great situation today. Justice Hill did not exactly give you what you were looking for in this preseason, and for me, this is a game where they're going to have a lead over there against the Dolphins. I'm going to see Lamar Jackson rush for over 100 yards, and I'm going to see Mark Ingram rush for over 100 yards in this one, too, and I think Ingram is an outstanding value today. So one I like, but in terms of Damian Williams, not so much, and LaShawn McCoy, I'm going to fade that group altogether because I just don't know which way it's going. All right, uh, cheaper plays. Matt Breida, Tevin Coleman, uh, Devin Singletary, Miles Sanders, uh, and either of the Washington running backs, Darius Geis, Chris Thompson. Uh, you can obviously always take a shot on these types of guys in tournaments, but anyone want to jump out to you? Uh, for me, Miles Sanders is the one that jumps out to me. I, I think he has the most opportunity in this one against the Washington Redskins today. Got it. Okay. So a lot of good information there on running backs. We're going to move it over to wide receivers in the next segment to make sure you know exactly who to play. DFS today, we're rolling through it. Mike and Joe will be right back on Zumo right after this. Fantasy Sports Today. Part of the reason why the Chargers feel pressure is for somebody not to get their way. If you're going to give Ezekiel Elliott his way, that's one thing. He's arguably the best back in football. If you're going to give Le'Veon Bell his way, that's fine. Arguably the best back in football. I don't think Melvin Gordon's in that conversation. So I think there's a lot of pressure from the other owners, from the NFL collectively, to say, hey, enough is enough. Somebody wants to cave, all right, you, that's your franchise guy, that's your franchise guy. You want to pay him, you don't want to pay him, however that works out. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Evan DSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. 
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. Talked about the week one underdogs as being a long-term profitable trend. Division dogs, bigger underdogs, and yet the markets, you know what they're saying that? They're flipping them the bird, literally, uh, when it comes to that particular trend. Why? Nothing but Eagles money. The Redskins fade has begun, Ralph. Billy, up to minus 10 at home against the Redskins. Watch live weekdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on Sports Grid and Zumo TV, channel 719. Back on DFS today, talking wide receivers. It's a week one for me, too. I can't get them all right. I'm not throwing perfect games out here. So, doing my best. But uh, I would also tell everybody out there to please go to Sports Grid, go to Daily Roto. You're going to find a lot of information there on DFS. You're going to find a lot of information there on wagering for today. Uh, just to throw a couple of things out there, some of the best bets for today by the Sports Grid uh, Daily Roto betting model. They love Philly minus 10. You mentioned Miles Sanders before the break. I, I just think there's a sense that Washington is a mess. Philly got everybody healthy, back together, could put a lot of points on the board today at home. I know you think that the total could be suppressed, but I think there's going to be distance between those two teams today yeah i agree with everything you said it's just i'm worried about that total yeah that's what i'm worried about because it's week one it's a marathon not a sprint so i'm a little worried that if they have that lead they're just going to ease back on that gas a little bit and that's not good news for your dfs share so philadelphia yeah, yeah and uh, just to throw another total out there uh the san francisco tampa game which is a game stack that a lot of people are looking at uh the daily roto betting model actually has four and a half stars to the under on this game so it doesn't mean you have to avoid it completely just consider that if you think this is going to be a 60-point game, maybe some of the advanced analytics are showing you that it, it could uh, fade a little bit closer to the under, but you actually disagree with this, yes? I, I disagree with this, and I and I understand the thought process, which is in week one, a lot more unders are going to happen than people realize. Jimmy G's why. first game back. Jimmy G's first game back, but also because offenses aren't ready yet. Yeah. A lot of these guys haven't played together in long enough and getting in the rhythm, and you'll see a lot of teams. Saw it on Thursday. Up. Saw it all. <laughs> Did we Big ever? Time. Well, we saw the defenses on Thursday at least look real good, that's for sure. But I think you're going to see a lot more unders than you realize. I think this one in particular, because of the style these two teams play, because of Arians, because of Shanahan, that you're going to get a lot more offense, and there's not a lot of defense to go around on either side of that ball. So for me, I think this is one of the few where you might be able to buck the trend. Yeah. So, and the one thing I'd say is a lot of people are concerned with what happened on Thursday. I think a big part of it is yes, the players aren't playing as much, and maybe they don't have as much rhythm together. But I think a, bit, a really telling thing that we saw is how good the defenses were. Right. And I think it's a result of, and we, we talk about this all during the preseason. 
The defenses don't really give the quarterbacks, or who, no matter who the quarterback is, real defensive looks. They're playing base defense all the time, which roll around to the regular season. They play base defense 25% of the time. There's nickel, there's dime packages in all the time, stunts, blitzes. The offensive lines are both getting killed on Thursday night on stunts, and both quarterbacks got harassed. Five sacks each. There were 10 penalties on both sides. So I think that's a, a result. That's the biggest result of the layoff is the yeah. sloppiness. And Green Bay. Green Bay played so much dime in that yeah. game that they really made, as they wanted to say, made Mitchell Trubisky play quarterback. Yeah. And that was being the downfall of the game for them. And we'll see if Green Bay is as good as they were in week one as the season progresses. But this is another reason why defense is open for discussion I, season long. So yeah. Look, I, I think that their defense is definitely going to be improved. They made some huge free agent acquisitions. But I also am not going to say that the Bears are going to look this bad all year. I have my doubts about Mitch Trubisky. I have him in a fantasy league or two in the two QB leagues. Trust me. Not, oh, not uh, one QB. I think but, that goes without saying, yeah, Mike. But I, I, I think this offense could get a little bit closer to the middle. They're not going to be this bad all year. No, I don't think so. And for those people who are worried about David Montgomery, too, just to hit that last note yeah. on this Bears game on Thursday, don't. Don't worry about it. He looked very good when he touched the football. He will touch the football more. It's hard to get carries when you can't move the chains. So don't panic yet. Buy all the shares you can in season And long. Cohen isn't really a running back anymore. He's a wide receiver opposing as a running back. Great as yeah. flex. I agree. Oh, give me all the Tariq Cohen all the I time. I agree. Not a great game the other night, but they played terribly. So here we go. Uh, let's get to the wide receivers. Uh, and we start off with some of the higher pr- – let, let me get to your notes specifically. I think a couple of guys, first guy you like out of the gate, and it's a result of Stefan Diggs being missing a practice, having limited practices on Thursday and Friday. Adam Thielen, 6,800 on DraftKings. You love that value. I do. I think it's a fantastic value. And on FanDuel, I think it's a value as well. Uh, look, Atlanta Falcons' defense is not good. They haven't been good in some time. That's why you get these huge totals. That's why every week you're going to look for the Falcons game and see who they're playing and try to go on both ends of that game because the Falcons are prolific offense and that defense allows other teams to be prolific against them. And as long as Stephon Diggs is on the field, which I think he's going to be but limited, I think that really helps Thielen's value. So let's see what happens there. Uh, also, because we like Dalvin Cook in this game so much, I think that really is going to open up things for Thielen. I know there's some concern about how Kirk Cousins was out of the gate in preseason, not great, but it's preseason. You take it with a grain of salt. I wouldn't worry too much about it, Mike, but I think Adam Thielen is, let's not forget, a premier wide receiver in this league who in the first eight weeks last year was arguably the most productive wide receiver in the league. So let's get back to Adam Thielen and let's target him as well today. Yeah, eight or nine 100-yard games in a row uh, set or tied NFL yeah, records last year. Not too so, shabby, Mike. Uh, next guy is uh, Mike. By the way, I, I should take a note. I should pause to take a note. Uh, to tell you that we're filming this between 8 and 9 o'clock uh, Eastern time in the morning. Right. So when you're watching this video, it may very well be after that, and we want you to be mindful of any injury news that may change, and certainly when the inactives come out at 1130 Eastern, that's where you want to be. You want to make sure that when we're talking about Stephon Diggs and the next guy, Mike Evans, that the information is accurate and we know who's playing, who's not, or who might be limited, which is a hard thing to tell right. anyway. But Absolutely. let's get to the Mike Evans thing. Uh, mispractice on Friday has, has an illness. In fact, a couple of players with Tampa have come down with this illness, and now that is putting increased value on Chris Godwin, yes? Yes, let's hope Chris Godwin doesn't come down, whatever this illness is, because I think this is a great opportunity here for him in this game today. I think Mike Evans, again, as long as he's on the field, gets a ton of attention as 
he should, but Godwin's going to play in the slot. Godwin's going to play all over the place, and I think he is a potential PPR monster today. And look, I think he's got touchdown upside. He's got uh, target upside. Everything that you want in this first shot out of the gate for Bruce Arians and company, and I think that's going to be very exciting to watch. And look, you're going to save about $1,000-plus, so why not go with Godwin, who can give you similar productivity, if not better potentially today, uh, than Mike Evans. So to me, it's a no-brainer. I'm Chris Godwin all the way today. Yeah, so from a seasonal standpoint, I think Godwin owners are going to love him, and I think this is a good start to the season today for Godwin. He comes in at 6900 on FanDuel. Thielen was at 7400 Just to tie the two Vikings together, are you comfortable playing Cook and Thielen in sort of a mini stack? Uh, I am. I am. My only concern with that is my thoughts about Kirk Cousins, and what we did see at a preseason doesn't mean much, but is it going to be limited depending on what you have to pay up to get everything in there? So uh, I think it's an either-or play for me. Uh, you can pair them together. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, uh, especially if you're just isolating a slate. If you're playing just the 1 o'clock, so let's say, I think it's a much better play than if you're playing the full day. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, moving on to the next game, and I'm going to ask you the same question. Are you comfortable playing Chris Carson and Tyler Lockett together? And if so or if not, tell me what you think of Tyler Lockett. I am comfortable playing those guys together today. And, and it's really because there's hardly anybody else for Russell Wilson to throw the football to. Great, concentrated it's, it's a bad situation. Concentrate, look, he didn't have a ton of catches last year, but he's going to get the lion's share of the targets, and that's what we're looking for. That's what Daily Roto always likes to emphasize, too, is that target, target, target. And I think Lockett's going to get that today. So, yes, I think that's a trio where if you do want to go out with a trio, Wilson, uh, Tyler Lockett and Chris Carson. I think you're in good shape there with those three guys. That's why I like that game stack. And you can come yeah. back the other way with Tyler Boyd. Not necessarily Mixon, but it could be Tyler Boyd. It maybe could be somebody. Mixon, too. Mixon's really yeah. good at catching the football. Yeah. And I think people forget that, and this West Coast offense could be really, really good for his value going forward in the whole 2019 season. Yeah, and I think there's going to be some concern. of Tyler Lockett had a historically efficient year last year, as did Russell Wilson. So you can't expect some regression, but I think the volume goes up, and, uh, uh, goes up enough for Lockett this year that he bursts through that. And over an 80% catch rate, 13.8 yards per target last year. That was really impressive, but I think even if you regress there, the volume will go up. He's now going to be the main wide receiver in Seattle. Yes, he, he is. And look, we'll see if DK Metcalf can work himself in. We'll see as time goes on yeah. what transpires there. But right now, it's a little limited, which is why I thought yesterday there were two spots for Antonio Brown to end up where the culture could support him. It was New England or it was going to be Seattle. And because Seattle, another coacher, coach-friendly kind of place, a player-coach kind of situation with Pete Carroll. So to me, it's a no-brainer. To me, I definitely think that uh, he ended up in one of those two places, and he did. He ended yeah. up in New England. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, bounce around to a couple of other guys here. Uh, D.D. Westbrook is popping off uh, everybody's uh, analytics as a really good value this week. They're playing against Kansas City, perhaps some points to be put up there. You said you like that game trending towards the over, so D.D. Westbrook, a good value. Absolutely. Look, the 5,900 for him on FanDuel is just a no-brainer. Uh, look, I-, I don't love the Jaguars all year. I love the Jaguars today. I think this is a great opportunity for them against this Chiefs defense. People in their head see the Chiefs and a lot of new players into daily fantasy will see that and go, oh, man, I'm going to run away from that game, but you shouldn't because that defense showed us one thing last year is they are a sieve. And, yeah, they made a couple changes, but they also lost a ton of players and a lot of veteran players too. So I'm not sold yet on the remake of the Chiefs defense, and I don't care if D.D. is chalk. 
I think it's the right play today. And that's sometimes, once again, we go back, just because it's chalk doesn't mean it's wrong. So for me, I look at D.D. Westbrook to be very productive and a great return on investment in terms of 5900 on FanDuel. That is a great price for him. Yeah, Marquise Lee expected to be healthy and in the lineup, but I don't think it takes enough, uh, uh, enough targets away from him for that to be an issue. There's really only three ownable assets on the Jaguars this entire <laughs> year. It's Fournette, it's Westbrook, and it's the defense. Will somebody else come out of the woodworks, DJ Chark, or eventually Marquise Lee? Maybe, but it's not happening this week. So, uh, all right, uh, a couple of other wide receiver values. Uh, you think Keenan Allen a little bit too expensive, but Mike Williams is possibility there uh, with you trending towards the over in that game. You like Mike Williams. Uh, we talked about Tyler Boyd already. We talked about Chris Godwin. I'm uh, just trying to think of any other wide receivers that pop well, off the board Mike, here. Mike Williams is a great one because yeah. that's another one where you fade away from Keenan Allen, who's the the top guy in that offense, and you're looking for the touchdowns. And on the yep. FanDuel side, to me, that's always what you're looking for. You're looking for who's got that touchdown upside. Last year, Mike Williams caught 10 touchdowns, and I'm looking at Mike Williams this year as a guy who's just going to be a beast in the red zone. I think he's going to give those corners just a long day over there for the Indianapolis Colts. And Mike Williams, again, now that Tyrell Williams isn't there, there's more targets to be had, especially Melvin Gordon out of this lineup too. So the Chargers are a team kind of searching for a little bit of a new identity. And I think part of that identity is going to be Mike Williams. Out of the brand-new contract guys, Julio Jones or Tyreek Hill? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, give me, give me Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're both cheaper, just fantastic, obviously. but I'll take a little bit of a discount. Not much, but a little bit. Yeah, so uh, good stuff there. Uh, Julio Jones inking a, a huge uh, record-breaking deal at $22 million per. Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, three years, $54 million from the Chiefs. So we're going to come back. We'll talk about quarterbacks. We'll talk about tight ends, usually a mess of a position. But we got a couple of the big guys playing today in the main slate. So uh, coming back, uh, DFS Today, it's Mike Blue and Joe Pisapia. Make sure to get you your right lineups in for week one of this NFL season. We'll be right back. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. 
So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? Car repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. We're back on DFS today. Mike and Joe got through running backs. We got through wide receivers. And obviously you can find a, a lot more information than what we're talking about on DailyRoto.com. Go there to find out your best subscri- subscription packages. You get in there for betting models. I use it a lot for their best bets. We, we threw out a couple earlier today. Let me give you a couple of others. They're one five-star of the entire week. The Daily Roto betting model. I'm sorry. This is a four-star. Is Tennessee getting five and a half from Cleveland? Now, a lot of people like the Browns today, but that five and a half spread is Vegas nowhere land. So you don't know exactly what to do with it. You're better taking the points. And maybe there's some thought that Cleveland's got a lot of new pieces, brand new head coach. Maybe they don't get off to as good a start. Well, I also think there's some uh, reminder there that Tennessee's defense is pretty good. I agree. It's a really good defensive team. So People are fading that team all year. I'm telling you. Offensively, they're going to struggle because of the quarterback situation. And they're missing Taylor Lewan this week. So Cleveland's defense can actually create some problems for Mariota. We'll get into defenses later. But... I'm just of the opinion. I've been a Tennessee truther for the last few years. I'm not going to be one anymore. I'm just saying they had to. It's they a bad had a, game to be in. They had a it. terrible season last year, and they went nine and seven. Right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And imagine if they got good quarterback play. Imagine if they gave Derrick Henry right. 25 touches a game. And Every, they sort of did everything wrong on offense, and they I went agree. nine and seven. They coach aggressively. They have a good defense. Kevin Byard is there. He got the new contract. I think they're going to be a competitive team. People are fading them as the worst team by far in the AFC South, and I don't think that's going to be the case. No, I, I 100% agree with a you. A very tough division. And that's where this is coming from, too. Right. Daily Roto on some of these four- and five-star bets have been absolutely brilliant. Last year was a, was a five-star bet. They were 74%, I yeah, think, yeah, something yeah. like Absolutely. that. Unbelievable. So uh, the five-star bets don't come up every week. This no. week they have one. Uh, uh, four and a half star again, the under on the San Francisco Tampa game. But Tennessee uh, getting the points. They like Philly laying the points and Arizona getting three uh, versus Detroit. So, uh, all right, let's move over to quarterbacks because you can really, they we use a term very often about quarterbacks. You can run the wheel and just, just kind of use a bunch of different guys if you're putting in multiple lineups. Uh, but here we go. Let's get started. You really like Carson Wentz this week, yes? I do. I like Carson Wentz because even though he's limited, I think that he can do enough uh, early on, even the first three quarters of this game, to warrant the value because you're looking at Carson Wentz being kind of a safe 7,600 on FanDuel. You don't have to go up to the top of the board where Ryan and Mahomes and those guys are up in the eight, 
and above range. Uh, Russell Wilson's in that eight range too, a guy that I think is a decent investment. But when you're looking to fade down a little bit of quarterback, I do think that Carson Wentz is going to have a very good day, especially because we're still a little questionable about what that running back situation is, how they're going to run the football, and how much they're going to run the football. So for me, I think Carson Wentz is a safe one. But there's a couple of guys who actually run with their legs at the quarterback position that I like a whole lot more. Yeah, and Pat Mahomes doesn't mean you can't, you can't or shouldn't use him. It's just that he's going to be expensive, and I think we think you want to take the discounted quarterback to build at the running back and wide receiver and even tight end position. Mahomes fine in tourneys, uh, tournaments. Even Cam Newton uh, good in tournaments. But uh, you mentioned Carson Wentz. Uh, Dak Prescott got another name out there, but throw out the other couple of names that you like. Well, look, I love Lamar Jackson today, and maybe he's not the most prolific passer in the world, and that's fine. He can still develop there. But to me, Mike, when I look at this board today and I see that that situation with the Miami Dolphins. Look, I think the Ryan Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic is over. I think you're not going to get a repeat of what you got last year in week one where it came out of nowhere. There aren't those weapons. There aren't those weapons. <laughs> There's hardly anybody left there. That Mike the Evans, Chris line. Godwin, we had uh, we had weapons there. Two look, tight ends that were viable. That's not the case here, Mike. And this wasn't a good defense to begin with anyway. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're going to tax them and put them on the field more, I think this is a real problem. I think Lamar Jackson is going to run amok. And here at the Meadowlands today, I believe that Josh Allen's going to give them all kinds of problems as well. That Bills defense is very good. I think they're going to stop the Jets, create some turnovers, and to me, that creates opportunity for Josh Allen, another guy last year who was averaging around 90 yards rushing in the last six games of the season, just absolutely a DFS monster at the end of the year. And I think he's going to pick up right where he left off. He's got some new weapons too. John Brown, Cole Beasley. We'll see how they all integrate with Zay Jones and Foster as well. But look, I think when you look at that Bills team, this is another team that I think people are going to take for granted. They played tough last year, and I think they're going to play tough again this year. So for me, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are the two best values of quarterback. And even if they're highly Owned. It doesn't matter. Right is right. Chalk is good sometimes as long as it's the right chalk, and I think they are. Yeah, and look, there's a lot of different quarterbacks that you can use each and every week. You see, he mentioned Matt Ryan, who's higher priced. He'd probably be a little bit of a contrarian play in tournaments because he's up at the top right. of the board, but not as many people will use him because they're likely to use Pat Mahomes. Uh, Kyler Murray, probably a tournament play because we don't know how it's going to work out, but if the Kingsbury experiment starts working right away, then Kyler's got a big game. Jameis Winston, another guy, though, that I think people are on this week, yes? And they should be. You know, you mentioned Kyler Murray, too, just real quick. That is a dart throw. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you want to see progress there. That offensive line still not very good. Yeah. yeah I, have, maybe I have all, problems with David Johnson's whole year because of that. I, and maybe it all comes together. Who knows? Maybe it does. Maybe they do become a viable fantasy option, but I'm one of those people that I like to see it first when I'm putting money into things like that. So yeah. I think that's a little bit of a fade for me. But Winston, on the other hand, look, we know the defense still not very good for Tampa. That means a lot more catch-up, a lot more shootout potential, and I think you'll see that today. You'll see a comfortable Winston with the pieces and familiarity, too. You know, it's not very often you get a coach to come in and you maintain so much familiarity in terms of personnel yeah. in the offense, and they have a ton of that. They have a ton of familiarity, does Winston, with the weapons that he has, so I think that's something that you love as opposed to a situation where, like poor Derek Carr, who's got a whole bunch of new weapons, and one weapon he thought he was going to have, he doesn't have anymore. So, uh, to me, familiarity uh, breeds points and productivity, and I think those are things you're going to see today out of Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A cheaper play than a game that you actually like to go over, Jacoby Brissett. What do you think this week? <laughs> I think you're going to see a lot of people in on this percent play. I don't know how much I love it. Uh, from a game point, from a betting standpoint, I actually think they're going to cover today. I really do. I think this is going to be a tight game. I think uh, everybody's kind of overlooking the Colts a little bit. And this was a team that I know was with Andrew Locke. But they were 
on the doorstep of the Super Bowl last year. They were a playoff team, a good football team, a much-improved offensive line, a much-improved defensive team with Darius Leonard. So all of a sudden, now you're telling me that we've downgraded to possibly the best backup quarterback in the league, and all of a sudden they're an irrelevant team. I don't know if I'm buying that. And you take Derwin James away from the Los Angeles Chargers, which yeah. is a huge, huge loss. You've given more weapons now to this Colts offense. When so you bring in Funches, you drafted Paris Campbell, you have a lot of bodies there. I think they can surprise. I like this one a little bit more from the wagering standpoint because I don't know where the ball is going to go. Yeah, I agree with you. But uh, in the DFS standpoint, I'm going to fade it. Mark. I like Marlon Mack to get a whole bunch of touches today. I think the Derwin James thing is a really good point. I, for me, I think it impacts the entire outlook of the season for me. Not that Great. they won't make the playoffs, but I think if you had the Chargers in the Super Bowl, I think that loss of a defensive player like that would have me fading that call. And no Melvin Gordon, too. And That's all right. the drama and all the distraction. And Look, I, I understand that Austin Eckler was admirable when he filled in last year. But that was towards the end of the year when this team was already rolling. Now we're asking everybody out of the gate to be that good. And is it going to be Eckler? Is it going to be Jackson? What's the combination of those guys? I don't know. You don't know. None of us know. And that's something that's dangerous, I think, when you're playing daily. Yes, you could take some shots and tournaments on it, but it's a shot. And I think you have to keep that in mind. You can't really be confident in those things quite yet because we don't know how it's going to be not only this week, but week to week, too, Mike. I agree. And the, this 20, the 2017 roster that Brissett played with and this 2019 roster are entirely different, to Joe's point. This is a team that made the playoffs. They had two all-pro rookies last year that they added in Leonard and Nelson. So uh, I, I think that while you, there may be a lot of people on that call today, there's a lot of different things you can do at QB, but consider Jacoby Brissett possibly uh, in some cash games if you want to build up with the higher-priced players. Uh, okay, uh, next thing to move on. Last note on Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. I think it's important for people to know that are maybe a little newer uh, on the DFS scene that you're you're consistently going to see those guys in lineup builds because of the rushing value that they add, like Joe mentioned. All somebody like Josh Allen has to do is scramble five or six times. One, three could be a design run. Three could be a scramble. 40, 50 yards. One of those is a one-yard touchdown. You're already halfway home at a really good game. And at that price. Yes. That's what it's all about. It's about that return on investment at that price. And that's why you can, in cash games, go up to the Mahomes and the Russell Wilsons today. And I think it's a very safe play. But I think you want to really make sure that you want to spread that money around. And when you're looking for budget, you're looking for savings, quarterback's a great place. Because as Mike so astutely pointed out, those are dudes that can run around, even just by accident, get you fantasy points. Just getting flush from the pocket. And that's what it's all about. And they can make something out of nothing really real quick and at that price this week on FanDuel especially I think they're both excellent plays and uh, I, I think they even have upside for more especially Josh Allen in this one against the Jets yeah. I really think today that Bills team is actually going to upset the Jets today I know that's not popular here <laughs> in the Meadowlands so I'll say it luckily it's not that crowded yet but no. in an hour you'll you get, say it in the 8 o'clock show not the 9 o'clock show <laughs> yeah so look 50 yards 50 yards rushing in a touchdown 175 yards passing in a touchdown it's a, a ho-hum game, but for fantasy, it's a big one. So, all right, let's move on to uh, tight ends because I know we have a couple of guys here that are important. Rob Gronkowski, we hardly knew ye, so he's no longer going to be a chalk pick every week. He, ha- he wasn't last year either, uh, but uh, guys that are pop right out of uh, the, the models are uh, Zach Ertz, obviously, is going to be up there, but we really like Kelsey and George Kittle today. Absolutely, and look, these are cash game guys, right? So if you're playing Mahomes, you got to play either Tyreek Hill 
or Travis Kelsey. And I think Kelsey actually is the way to go. Personally, I think it's a little bit safer in cash game because I think the volume is definitely there. Whereas Tyreek Hill is more of that explosive guy that could have that huge game, but also has had a track record sometimes of having less than explosive games too. So to me, if you're playing cash with Mahomes, Kelsey's the pairing you want. Uh, if you're going to play cash with Wentz today and save a little money, you can go up to Ertz. Ertz is the pairing you want there. And then, of course, Kittle. Look, uh, Kittle to me is going to be a fascinating thing to watch because he was so good last year with, with subpar quarterback play. Now you're going to give him Garoppolo back, who in theory is better than all the guys he played with for most of last year. Let's see what he does there. However, there are some opportunities today on that board to fade these top guys as well, and uh, some of the names might actually surprise you. Yeah. What's funny, last year, Travis Kelsey, I remember he was going very high in drafts. Week one, right out of the gate, they beat the Chargers 38-28. He had one catch for six yards. People freaked out because he was in all their lineups and DFS. Those things happen, but I don't think you should use that to judge your decision on That's this. in the past, Mike. That's right. It's in the past. That's right. So, uh, all right. So, some other uh, tight end calls. Uh, we talked about Zach Ertz. He's the next highest projected option after those two. Uh, but Hunter Henry back in the mix. Hunter Henry's back in the mix, and let's also not forget about O.J. Howard, who yeah. if you're expecting high total like I am in this Tampa game, then O.J. Howard becomes a guy that could be very, very profitable for you. And then there's some other guys, too, lower down the trough, too. Uh, we saw the graphic before with Tyler Eifert, with Jack Doyle. Uh, those are two guys where Brissett does have a little bit of a history with Jack Doyle there, so that could be positive, especially when a young quarterback uh, still finding his way. The checkdowns for somebody like Doyle really enter into play. And look, Tyler Eifert, I know it's not sexy, guys. Guys, I get it, but he does catch touchdowns. That's all he does, and all you need to be is a tight end one who catches a touchdown. That's how you become a tight end one, just catch that touchdown, and that's what Tyler Eifert's done. Yeah, all right. Last note, then, a couple of top defenses. Uh, I think the chalk defenses are going to be the Baltimore Ravens, Philadelphia Eagles going up against Washington, and uh, Washington offense that is expected to struggle with Case Keenum, and a Miami offense, which you just mentioned earlier, is sort of bereft of talent at this point. Devontae Parker is your main target there, uh, sharing the ball between uh, Kenyon Drake and Kalen Balage, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you didn't the Fitzmagic to come back. So those are the two that you have to pay up for, but could be a little bit chalky. How about some other ones out there? Oh, uh, look, I just mentioned Buffalo. I think I'm on that wagon today, and that is a really good secondary. And if there's one thing we know about Darnold, last year he was a little pick-prone. And yes, it was much better in the last couple weeks of the season after he spent some time away on injury and came back and he was much better. However, that's still a very, very tough defense, and I think an improved one as well. So for me, I think that's one that you throw into this mix. And uh, it's funny, you want to look at contrary win. How about that Tennessee defense? That could be a contrarian play as well. Save a ton of cash, and you just might be right because they've got some players, and maybe maybe Baker Mayfield just too aggressive out of the gate, and we all know turnovers could happen there with Baker too. Absolutely, and the one game that we've talked about quite a bit today, San Francisco and Tampa. Jameis obviously prone to interceptions. I think if they're pushing the ball down the field, if San Francisco happens to get a lead, even in a high-scoring matchup like that, I think San Fran is somebody interesting at $3,700. They have a lot of good pass rushers there. That could be an interesting play as well. I agree, man. It's going to be a fun opening slate. That's all I know, man. It's great. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, We've got through all the players as best we can. Please go to dailyroto.com as well. To check out all this information, go to Joe Pizzapia's Twitter line. He's at Joe Pizzapia17. I'm at Mike Blewett. We'll talk to you again soon. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. 
We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm a little guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Full-time fantasy. For Green Bay, here's what I know. I know I don't know a lot about this team. I know I like Aaron Rodgers, and I know I love Devontae Adams. Boom. I know it. Do I know that Aaron Jones is going to get the full complement of carries? I don't know that. What about Jamal Williams? Are they going to give him 10 touches like Mike McCarthy days? I hope not. How is Geronimo Allison going to do in the slot? How is Marquez Valdez-Scanley going to do there? Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Miss. Here's what you missed on DFS Today. Oh, I missed. Let's really get started with the two main guys that everybody's going to talk about each and every week. And Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, they're going to be higher priced each and every week. But what do you feel about their matchups this week? Well, look, I really like the Saquon Barkley matchup. I think they're going to rely heavily on him. You know what he is. The problem is... The problem with Saquon Barkley is the fact that he is always, always a premium price guy. He's always usually the top of the board, and that's fine. It's fine for cash games. I think it'll play in terms of cash games this afternoon at the 4 o'clock, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You want to stay safe. There isn't a value on the board like we talked about before, Mike, where you can go down a little bit at a flex or a running back position and actually afford Saquon Barkley. Make it all work in cash, and I think he's a very safe one. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, on the other hand, this is going to be fascinating to watch how this plays out because now Christian McCaffrey is in a situation where Ron Rivera last year said, hey, 
wheels are off, we're going to let him go, it's going to be all Christian McCaffrey all the time, and it was. Now this year, Ron Rivera said, we're going to ease off him in the goal line. Now, most of his touchdowns last year were at the goal line area. That's a little tricky. Now, let's see if that's just coach speak or see if he's telling the truth. Last year, he did, so I don't know about you, Michael Lewitt, but I'm a little concerned there about the touchdown upside for McCaffrey. I'm not well. buying it. I'm actually not buying, not buying it. it. It's no. all coach speak. I, I, I think it's coach speak for the most part because when it comes down to it, and you're in those scenarios, I, he obviously now knows he has two weapons that he can utilize a lot at the goal line with Cam and Christian McCaffrey. He saw maybe the adverse effects of using Cam Newton too much at the goal line, and maybe he's worried about that adverse effect for Christian McCaffrey. But realistically, when you have two money players like that inside the five-yard line, you should utilize them. You're trying to win games. I here. tend to agree with you. I, I do think people are worried, and they probably shouldn't be. So for me, yes, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, two guys who are very, very high up on the trough, good cash game plays. But in tournaments, I think it is especially because there's so much value on the board, they're two people that you want to fade from those tournaments today. Got it. So next couple of groups, uh, you know, we have some guys in the mid-high tier pricing in David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell that are probably better tournament plays than they are cash plays today, correct? Uh, they are. My trouble with Le'Veon Bell is we haven't seen him yet with Sam Darnold in the field, and I don't know about you, but I like to feel a little warm and fuzzy. I like to actually see my running back and my wide receiver and how that all works, and there's still some questions about the usage with Adam Gase in there, so I'm a little hesitant there. I think there's some real value underneath this tier, and I actually think this tier is the trap, the DJ tier, the Le'Veon Bell tier. Uh, I mean, as much as I love Todd Gurley, I'll have some exposure to him because I think he's a little bit cheaper, and you have the same touchdown upside. I know people are worried about the reps, and I think that's something that's going to significantly cut into his ownership today, Mike. Yeah, it's interesting, but both Bell and Gurley consider, uh, we have concerns about their usage rate in week one because of a layoff and obviously uh, lingering injuries for Todd Gurley. So, uh, interesting there.